Welcome to Autumn Ash, the Good Witch. Hello, this is Autumn Ash with another witchy episode. Yes, I am running a little late. This episode should have been done quite a few days ago. I've had a subject to talk about. It was going to be talked about black cats, but I just couldn't get enough material together to talk about that subject. (laughs) And the funny thing is how this subject came up. I have a neighbor that lives across the street from me. She's Mormon. She's open-minded for a Mormon. And my hubby and I usually get together with her hubby and her. And we'll have dinner together and play dominoes. So the interesting subject that came up, and she knows I'm Wiccan. And uh, (laughs) the uh, subject came up was, do I do any kind of weird rituals with black cats? And she has a whole bunch of black cats. I mean, she is the mother of cats on this street. And she has, oh, I don't know, eight, ten cats that comes to her house. They're ferals. And she feeds them. And she already has about nearly as many inside the house. Um, last I was there, it was eight. And a lot had to do with she decided she had to start saving these cats, kittens, because they were getting up in her motor of her car. And she'll sit there and see them play around the car, crawl up in her car, and there's one that wouldn't come out of the car. And she's had a bad experience of a cat getting in her car and staying in it while she's driving down the road. And... Well, you know, a lot of her cats are black, black and white. A few, a few tortoiseshell. And it was a funny, it was funny. Um, of course, earlier that day, I was kind of joking with her and stuff. And I said, I know she, she, uh, she saved one of the kittens, which has pretty much grew in the last six months. She took a picture of it when she calls it Bear, and it's a really, really beautiful black cat. Anyways, I told her, what a pretty black cat. I said, I wish I could have cats, but I have two dogs that demands my time, and I don't think I could really put take the time to train them to a cat. If I really wanted to, I guess I could. But, no, this cat is is beautiful for a black cat. And I said to her, wow, that's a really nice black cat. I said, I wish I could have it. It would accessorize my witchy side. So I do not know if that's what stirred that questioning. It doesn't surprise me she questioned me. I have had that questioned before. 
I had a little voice after I said that to her. That questioning was coming. And sure enough, we went over there. We had dinner with them. We sat down to a table of dominoes. And here came that question. I just want to ask you, as a Wiccan, do you do anything ritual with black cats? Do they get sacrificed? (laughs) And I giggled and I laughed for a minute. I said, no. Witches, Wiccans, don't do that. No. Matter of fact, we love cats. Some of us think that they're spiritual. Some of us think they're your familiars. So, uh, no, no, we don't do nothing like that. So, yeah, the, I, I, I giggled and laughed. I thought about doing a show on black cats. And, well, as we can see, we're five minutes into this show. And this would be it on that subject. So, what was the subject going to be about today? Well, the subject we're touching based on is about after the rituals. What do you do with the leftovers? The ritual casting of the spell has concluded, has ended, done with. You have returned the remaining energy to earth. Passed around the cakes and ale, taken down the circle, put away your altar tools, and done whatever else you need to do to wrap things up. So what now? What do you do? Regular practitioners know the value of necessity of keeping house on the altar or in the sacred space area, which usually involves a periodic cleaning and inventory all your items, what is being used, was no longer needed. What do you do with the leftover stuff? The last question has been particularly frustrating to most people. And it's the most concern, most top question asked. What do you do with your leftovers? Whatever the work you are working with, there is almost always materials remaining afterwards. Most existing rituals and spells explains what is needed and how to use each component, but there is not enough information that explains what to do with these same components. When the ritual or spell has ended, is done. These things includes incense, salt, herbs, candles, crystals, containers, pictures, drawings, and offerings. Some get completely used up. Some or dedicated to a purpose. For example, coins or bills 
kept in a wallet to attract wealth, which are then spent or donated, donated after the spell has manifested. There's some materials that are simply residual and have no place or function. And they hang around on the altar and they need to be dealt with. If you are a member of a tradition that has a method for handling these leftovers, then by all means, go with that method. I personally don't think there's a wrong or a right of doing things. If you're solitary and, or your coven circle or your group is also uncertain about what to do with these odds and ends, the leftovers, then you have many options. Salt and herbs and spices should always be disposed of. They have spent their magic on their working and must be discarded. Wine, beer, juices, so on, has been poured for the ritual and is used in the ritual setting, but is not consumed, should also be disposed of, as should any water unless it is being charged or blessed for later use. Food offerings for the gods, the elements, the spirit of the land, Mother Earth, and anything else needs to be given to them as in their due time. Seasonal and holiday items should be taken away in a timely manner. Clear and cleanse what you are keeping. That includes vases, statues, tableware, and any other thing. And dispose of everything else, flowers, food, decorations. Now, when trying to determine what to do with other remnants, leftovers, you need to ask yourself three questions. Is part of this working dependent upon what I do with the materials? What is an ethical or environmental way to disperse or dispose the materials. Am I comfortable with reusing or repurposing materials? Most rituals and spells that have such stipulations and rules will explain how the components used need to be handled. For example, a witch bottle made for protection is most commonly buried on the spellcaster's property to serve as an instrument of protection. <laughs> the same can be true for luck, love, and health charms, though sometimes these need to be put under your pillow or kept on the person. If there are no such instructions, then how you handle the leftovers, this really depends on what your goal is 
or what you are trying to accomplish. It depends on your mindset, magically speaking. In some traditions, there's also who believes that everything used in a ritual or spell has residual energy that should be used only for that working. Reuse and disposal of these materials is seen both taboo and counterproductive. Sometimes hereditary witches or witchcrafters or two such practices in which this is the case. In these traditions, you seal a spell or fix a spell in place using your spell materials according to these general rules. And these rules are very, very simple. Bury them in your yard, place them in your house, or keep them on your person if you want to keep something close to you. Put them near to or buried under your front door if you want to attract something. Burn them if you want to destroy something. Throw them into a body of moving water if you want something to flow away from you. Throw or place them to the east to make something begin or gain in strength. Throw or place them to the west to make something end or wane in strength. Bury, leave, or scatter them in a cemetery at a crossroads or somewhere far out in nature if you want to rid yourself of something really negative or in something permanently. Now we have discussed earlier something about reuse and repurposed leftovers. Leftovers. Anyways, this can be a touchy subject for some people. Because not everyone believes that it is a good idea to reuse or repurpose ritual supplies. However, I think some things has a place to be reused and repurposed. Such as crystals and stones. Just like altar tools, I see no reason that a crystal or a stone can't be cleared or cleansed of energy when you want to use them again, because the residual energy can be broken down. If it continues to feel weird and odd after the cleaning, then you should probably discard it. Candles. If you use candles as a focal point of your spell, then it is not advisable to reuse it. Maybe you should relight the candle periodically and meditate on the purpose to help guide the spell on its way. A candle that has simply been used for elimination to represent the god and goddesses or burned during rituals because of its color can be reused. Candle stubs can also be repurposed. Melt them in a double boiler with other stubs. Strain out the wicks and derbies and pour them into a new candle. I believe that the element of fire melting the wax will purify it and leave it free from previous energies. 
Incense, I, as far as incense, always reuse commercial incense because I see it as a new every time it's extinguished and relit. Incense blends that are prepared for a specific working, however, are a different story. Usually, these are herbal or spice blends that are burned on charcoal. And they should be disposed of. When the working has concluded, the charcoal, on the other hand, can be reused. Containers. These include bags, bottles, boxes, and jars. You have to use to use your discretion when dealing with these. If they have anything connecting them to particular rituals, such as symbols or sigils, they cannot be used again. Even a plain container, while potentially reusable, may acquire energy, and you might rather dispose of it. The key into deciding what to do with these is ask yourself, how attached are you to the container? If it's a simple drawstring bag or a cardboard box that you can part with, then do so. But special containers such as decorative bottles, keepsake boxes can be clean, cleared, clean and cleared to be reused again. Short-lived materials like drawings photos, printouts, any kind of paper, and so on. These are items that by definition will degrade and disintegrate over time. I am in favor of disposing of these once they have been used in a ritual or spell. So if you're using favorite photos for keepsake, simply take a picture or make a copy of it to use it in your ritual. We can dispose that afterwards and keep the original safe. Finally, keep in mind, there's just some things that retains weird or negative vibes. No matter how much you clean or cleanse them, remember to go with your gut feeling. If it tells you that you should be part with it, should part with something, then do so. But if not, see if you can reuse or repurpose it. And that will cover anything after a ritual or spell and what you do with the leftovers. And this concludes Autumn Ash, the Good Witch, <laughs> Witchy Episode. Until next time, my sisters and brothers, bless be.